This episode of Neighbours is supported by Beamly, the social and content network for TV. Check out Beamly.com. Welcome to Neighbours. This is the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We are live from the Pirate Net Studios and you are with Vaya And CJ. Look... I'm really excited to talk about the last week. It's been a big week. You binge watched it I all did. in one go. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I could have done that. That's a lot to take in. It was it was a lot, and I'm confused because a lot happened. Yes. Yeah. But I'm I'm looking forward to you taking me through the week. Yes, and some new an old character and a new character came to town. Mm-hmm. Let's take it back to Monday, which is episode seven thousand and sixty one. And now first we have Paige. So Paige has scheduled this meeting with the guy she's been sexting on the internet because yep. she thinks he's stolen her family fortune. Mm-hmm. And her second family fortune. Her second family. Yeah. So, one of three. Yeah. So she is meeting a stranger from the internet in the middle of the day by herself. Yeah. Yeah, just at a park on a park bench. Yeah, not one of Paige's brightest decisions. No, in a saucy blue dress with a big flower in her hair. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. Now, Imogen is really worried. Bailey, not so much. He's pretty casual about the whole thing. <laughs> well, we know why. Yeah. So, Imogen's trying to find out where Paige went. They're looking around the streets to find her. And, well, they were strolling pretty casually, I thought, mm. through the, the grove of trees. Yeah, no, they weren't. But this grove of trees, like, we didn't know about this grove area for, like, years and years. And no. then last year... it popped up yeah and now it's just a wonderful place we can have many storylines in this place so for all of uh the council's whinging about the fact that they can't afford to plant trees they seem to have put up those yeah. trees pretty quick sticks. lovely parkland it's beautiful yeah but so that so no wonder they're having a nice casual stroll there mm. because and they're not in any hurry to find why Paige. not it's like doing the tan yeah. shout out for anyone that's in melbourne <laughs> and imogen spots the big oversized flower from Paige's hair yep. just sitting on the ground which by the way when your half sister comes pops by to ask weird legal questions yeah. and has a huge flower in her hair something's up yes and i know imogen isn't hasn't properly started uni yet no like, she's, no, she's, she's only like, had the first class yeah now. yeah but you should be able to read the signals a bit better than that. Imogen. Well, I've, I've done uni, but I've not done law, and I could tell something was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, how do I record someone without their permission? <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> and then Imogen, half an hour later, goes, oh, I should look further into this. <laughs> and look, everything's fine, though, because in the next scene, Brad Drab finds Paige just in the pub, just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, we learn that Bryson chickened out of their meeting. Yeah. So she's back at the at cafe at the cafe at Harold's doing her shift. She has lots of like sort of split shifts. Yes. <laughs> like she'll do an hour here there, yeah. you know. It's good. And so she's back at the cafe and she's texting Bryson like, "Oh, you chickened out." He's like, "You were too beautiful." He texts us back. Yeah. "You're too beautiful. I couldn't approach you." Which like who could blame him? Really. <laughs> she is gorgeous. Stunning. And then she texts back, you could have at least said hello. Yeah. And so then this guy comes up to the counter and he's like, hello. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Why aren't you ordering a latte? <laughs> she was so confused that this, a stranger would come up and say hello. And then she's like, I'm saying hello. She's like, yes. And then. What do you want to buy? <laughs> she couldn't figure this out. Oh. And this, okay. So now this sweet, rotund ginger-haired mm. young man. Mm. He didn't even look like he was out of his teens. No, 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 but he's advanced. We, um, we assume in, he's of age. He, I mean, he's definitely kept her very interested over the text, oh, textual he, intercourse. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> um, so he's advanced in many ways, but not old. No. no. Well, he, enough to, I guess, buy a flight down to Melbourne. So he's from Queensland. Yep. And shout out to Kate, Neighbours' Kate, who mentioned that he's the pastiest Queenslander she he has is. ever seen. Yes. He lives in a, like, underground in Queensland. Yeah. And yeah. Who could blame him, though? If you lived in Queensland with that complexion, you wouldn't go outside. For sure. Yeah. Now, he, then he sits down with a lemonade at Harold's store mm. and... Paige texts Dad Cop because she still thinks this guy's run off with yeah. all their money. Oh, well, he hasn't run off. He's showed up. <laughs> By the way, remember last week she's like, not just any girl. I'm me. Yes. <laughs> but, so, you know, who can blame her? It's yeah, true. Yeah, props, <laughs> props to Paige for owning it. Yeah. It's very hard to own your your sexuality and your... Yeah. 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 And she knows that most people would come from different parts of the world to see her. Yeah. Good on she's her. She's right. And so she's, she's a... 
confronting him about why he doesn't look anything like the hunky photos that he's been sending her. Catfish. I love it. Yeah. Internet 101 page. People might not look like their photos. <laughs> and he thought that if he put a picture up of himself that she wouldn't be interested in him. Poor, mm. poor little moppet. And I, what I loved is he just thought that Paige was so hot in her photos that she had used a fake yeah. photo as well. Because he's like, clearly this is someone that's actually a Hollywood celebrity. Yeah, she's like used her headshots from Neighbours yeah. <laughs> on the dating site. On Facebook, I think, even. Yeah. That's where he found her. He did. Um, he messaged her on Facebook just randomly and she was like, how dare you message me? I'm a beautiful girl. So why does he think that Paige has fake photos of herself on Facebook? That's exactly. where you, That's where you put all the photos of your real self. Yeah. But look, I can't blame him because... You know, I don't look like Bryson, but I look like me and I wouldn't have put up my photos if I was talking to Paige either. So then Dad Cop rolls in and the poor Bryson's like, what's going on? I didn't, I just lied about my photo. What do you think I did? And she's like, you stole all our money. And he's like, no, I didn't. I don't have any money. It's like he's used all his money for a trip from, on Jetstar from yeah, Queensland. That got cancelled four times. <laughs> and so... Um, they hauled this poor kid into the cop shop and he's had to, he's traumatised and then Aww. Bailey's sitting there with Paige just letting this kid get grilled. Yeah. And then he confesses at the very end because they let Bryson go because they've checked all his accounts and there's yeah. nothing. And Bailey goes, um, it was my fault. We, oh, that Bailey. We lost $800,000. Her name was Svetlana. And so Bailey talks about this Russian oh, identity that he what met. What an idiot. He's like, I got excited because Paige had an online boyfriend and I wanted an online oh, girlfriend. No. And um, husband shouted out, what happened to that girl, the space one? Yes, yeah. Alice from Space Camp. Yeah, and I said, well, she succeeded in life and he didn't. Yeah. That's they, what happened. And Can't he send her an email? And ha- Space Camp should be over by now. Yeah. She should be in class with him. She, much like Callum. Exactly. She's probably running NASA now. She's in space. <laughs> yeah. She's in actual space. Yeah. But even they can get emails. Yeah, it's, it's very true. They can Skype. Yeah. yeah. So. You think by now she'd be lonely enough to accept an email from him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, even more shocking, the fact that he hooked up with this Russian woman mm. and she had access to his bank account or whatever, put a key logging software on his computer. It was Paige's computer. Yeah. What Why a terrible little is- brother. He's the computer nerd of the family. First of all, where's his computer or his phone? I feel like they can't afford one. But he's got a phone. That's true. You That's can true. get the internet on those. <laughs> you can these days. <laughs> and why is he using his sister's laptop I don't know. to sext with and a it's Russian just like lady? An, it's just like a little like, Mac laptop. Like, like they wouldn't have two. Like, and the other sister just did year 12. Shouldn't she have had a laptop too? Yes. Why not use Amber's? I don't what? know if she knows how to type. Why not use your own phone <laughs> yes. that has the internet? And there's got to be like a home computer as well. Unless they've put a net nanny on all of them. Oh, they probably have. The, the yeah. net nannied, dad cops net nannied yeah. all of the computers he in the He got like software at work. And now they can only go to like, you know, 9MSN. They can Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, Wicca. <laughs> I wonder if they can go to Beamly. <laughs> And they can go. They can. They can. Can't even go on Facebook or something. So Bailey's yeah. got to go on. Pages. They can't even hear this podcast. <laughs> so the entire internet is on Paige's laptop for Bailey to enjoy. Oh dear, <laughs> love it. All right. So and then da- da- or Cop- like he just suddenly decided. You know, all of the internet girlfriends and boyfriends are on Paige's computer. Yeah, because yeah. that's where Paige found hers. <laughs> she, she had the good pool sorted. Yeah. Lana. Mm. Didn't alarm bells go off and go, that sounds like a fake Russian oh, lady. Man. See, these internet <laughs> these internet money stealers, they need to start calling themselves like Sarah. Yes. That's what they need to do. Don't start with Svetlana. No. But you know what? A 14-year-old boy is often the way to win things because this kid, he just went, oh, oh you're beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And then Dad Cop finally says, well, I'll ring the bank. I'm like, now you're ringing the bank? What were you doing for the last three days? I don't understand. Do you not get the money back if this happens? I do, well, it's not happened to me. I don't know. I don't know either. But I guess if if the bank sees that their idiot kids allowed an international stranger to yeah. to, to like upload something to their computer, that mm. they're too dumb mm. to deserve getting their money back. Yeah. Well, I feel like they never really had it, and it was stuck up in a house. Like yeah. it wasn't like it was cash. No. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for them, but also, like, you know, this is where they should be. They should be without the 800 grand. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, we also have Tyler Brennan, Brennan's younger brother. Mm. What do you think of Tyler? Um, He's beautiful. (laughs) He's everything a younger Brennan could be. (laughs) And I like that it's a bit bad. 
and I can't wait for him and Imogen to have a relationship. Do you think it's heading that way, though? Um, I think she's enjoying the attention. Yeah, because I, I, he made this comment about how hot Paige was, so I'm worried that he's going to lead Imogen on. Oh, maybe. Look, it won't matter to me which one he goes for. Yeah, true. As long as he goes for one and then not the other, like, two minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then that's okay. Yeah. What did you think of him? A lot of hair, but... Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of hair. Sometimes he ties was it he back. he, like, ding... What, where is this person from? I don't know. Oh, Just he's not prob- from anywhere. He's probably from Target catalogs. I'm assuming every time a new character like this comes in, he was on X Factor or something. Like that's my <laughs> assumption every time I see someone like this. Well, yeah, um, Channel Ten doesn't really have reality shows except for Master Chef. Maybe he was on Junior Master Chef. Yeah, he could have been like four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? He made a souffle. Mm. Now Tyler has he claims he's good for the rent, paying mm. the rent, but he's only got twenty dollars in his account. Also, he's like a kid. How is he good for the rent? Were no. you good for the rent when you were that age? Not at all. No. I didn't move out till I was twenty three. No. I still live next door to my parents. And even then I wasn't <laughs> good for the rent. No. <laughs> no, it was a constant scramble to make sure you had the money. Yes. Like Yeah. Anyway. So the Brennans at the mechanics are kind of being watched by D'Amato and his hired goons. Oh, yeah, the goons that sit out and just eat burgers all day. Yeah, they ate burgers from nine to five. Yeah. They did not move from Grease Monkeys all day. No, I feel like this is probably doing some damage to the Grease Monkey business. Yes. Yeah, because every time you go there, there's goons out the front. Now, meanwhile, Brennan has asked Naomi to have lunch. Mm-hmm. And then after lunch, they're still not satisfied. No, they are not. they have commenced their physical relationship. And I don't know why they're even bothering with the formalities of lunch. No, I don't know why. But they are, it, 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 you know, they're saying that they're just having a physical relationship and this is all very flingy. But... It feels like it's going to be more serious later on, don't you Yeah, because especially they're dropping hints that next week he's going to make some grand gesture, which I'm worried about. Oh, I've missed that. Oh, because I'm fast-forwarding them because I'm binging. Yeah. So I've missed all those hints. Because at the moment, only the brother really knows about them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he's going to tell people. The brother's always there after they've just done the deed. Yeah, he's hanging around a lot. And they're all shirtless. It's it's like a weird orgy. (laughs) Oh, just this is a tiny side note that I noticed that no one ever says, because they're ordering lunch and paying for lunch, no one ever has to say savings or credit when they're ordering on TV. <laughs> yeah, they just, they're, they're all, always pay passing. The conversation never has to be interrupted for them to go, oh, savings, thanks. No. If possible. Yeah, no, they never have to do anything like that. No. But the same way, like, everyone on Neighbours has more time in the day than other people in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, they do stuff before school and after school. Before work. Before work. And they have like nice breakfast. Like Carl and Susan had a breakfast at the table the other day. I don't remember the last time anyone had a breakfast <laughs> at the table on a weekday. No. Yeah. Time management. They're re- they've nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, they need to start a series. Yes. Yeah. Now we find out that the police have dropped the investigation against D'Amato. Mm-hmm. And at this stage, I can't even remember what D'Amato's deal was. He's just shonky. He's all we yeah. he's just a guy, a shonky guy. Yeah, he's our he's our bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in the police station and the police say it's basically Naomi's past is so shady that she doesn't hold up as a witness. Now isn't that shady? I didn't know it was like legally shady. Neither did I. I thought she just like she she was a mistress and she yeah. lied to Toadie a few times. Like I don't think she got a good mark in the VCE. But I feel like it's not something that pulls you away from no. you know, putting in a case. So I don't know what the police's standards are know. for testimony. Yeah. I'm glad that no one's trying to bribe me. <laughs> and and this is where Detective Mechanic stands up for Naomi and mm. is like, she's come good, she's not like that anymore, mm. and she's really flattered by the fact that he stands yeah. up for her. And um, I would be flattered by almost anything he said. <laughs> <laughs> he could say, look, she walks on her feet, and I'd be like, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. He is beautiful. He's, yeah. And, and look, even I, more so now that he doesn't wear a shirt. I've been kind of indifferent to him over the years, but... I guess I've got, I'm warming to him now. Mm. I mean, he's had a tough 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess I like sexual tension storylines. Yeah. I think that's endeared him to me quite a lot. Now, we have... Um, and I feel like if my fiancé had died in my arms, I still wouldn't be able to crack a joke. No. You know? And, like, well done to him. Yeah. Yeah. He Not only is he cracking jokes, he's bed hopping. He's mm. just... He's got... Yeah. He's seizing life. Kate is looking down on him saying, well done. Continue on. So we're back at, at Grease Monkeys and Brennan goes over to the D'Amato and the goons and says, you're not going to get away with this and does like Scooby-Doo-esque yep. telling them off. And they're still chomping away on and their burgers. And they're laughing at him. They're like, yeah. whatever, kid. Yeah. 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 They metaphorically threw their pickles at him from yep. their burgers. <laughs> they did. 
And this is where D'Amato approaches Tyler and basically offers him some goon work. Yeah. He's like, do you want to work for me? Doesn't tell him what the job entails. No. Nothing. Just basically says... And he doesn't know they're related. Well, yeah, yeah, he might have an inkling because they both look like they're Gods. catalog models. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he knows they're connected, mm. and so he's gonna he takes the business card and he's gonna approach Damano for goon work, mm-hmm. and then meanwhile, Detective Mechanic says he wants to be a detective again. Mm. But we have been waiting for this for months. Yes, yeah. So because look, his heart isn't in the mechanics. No, it's not. I mean, he couldn't even really keep it up to scratch when Chris couldn't do it anymore. No. Like you know, he's just been. He just changes the oil and gets out of the day. Yeah. Like he doesn't, he's not, you know, buffing up any classics or so, anything. So he's like, thank God my brother's here. He can fix all the cars yeah. and I can go be a policeman. Yeah. Okay. And finally on Monday, that blasted rubbish storyline is back. Yeah. And apparently Paul sorted it out. Um, Therese has asked why, how he sorted out clearing all the rubbish. Turns out he's got the community service kids to do it. Yeah. Which I, I'm not against. I mean, they're picking up rubbish anyway. Yeah, who cares whose rubbish it is? They've got the tongs. Yeah, and the vests. So, I mean, she's pretty cut because it's her son that yeah. has to pick up the but rubbish. Don't you love how he was just like, hi, mum? <laughs> and she and she was like, what are you doing? And then he went, oh, okay. Yeah, that was pretty cute. Yeah, was He's cute. like, I'm doing my community service, mum. Yeah, are yeah. you proud? Yeah. Look at me, mum. I'm working <laughs> off my crimes. And then we find out that Paul has spent the council's contingency fund for the festival mm. on a hilarious ad campaign yeah. for the festival. And it's just him in his mayoral robes yeah. strolling around the Lasseter's complex. With, you know, other people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's gold. Um, I Like, I'm a bit offended that everyone's upset about it because advertising is expensive, but sometimes you have to do it. They're trying to get people from outside the community. And that ad did not cost much money. No, it, it was a piece to camera from Paul. Yeah. And there were no production. There no one no had production. to pay the talent. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I was a bit upset. How else is he meant to advertise the festival? I know. He's going to put some of those posters up underneath the freeway, you know, the ones that you stick on the on the Un- concrete. Underpasses. Yeah, and those things. And, you know, that'll get a couple of people down. But I imagine this ad's going to do some damage yeah, in the community. It'll probably play at the front of YouTube clips. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get some people in. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's on morning TV too. Yes. Yeah. So we'll let, that'll take us into Tuesday. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So Tuesday... The Turners are sitting around the pool and everyone's depressed. Yeah, and it's gone from 10 to 0 pretty, pretty quickly around there. Yes. Yeah. So, firstly, it's very hard to feel sorry for poor people when they're sitting around their swimming pool. Mm, cleaning out their, their filter themselves. How terrible. It's that friend's quote, and my diamond shoes are too tight. Yeah. Like, as I've been saying for weeks now, pave over the pool. And they live in a lovely suburb and no one's kicking them out. No. Paige P.S. is always living the dream in that pool. She's never not in that pool. Yeah, I know. I love it. Where is she from again? She's from Adelaide, Ad- right? Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. So Melbourne's not – like Adelaide's normally hotter than Adelaide. Yeah. But still, like this is the life she's used to. Yes. And she's going to keep living it. Yeah. <laughs> and so Amber or someone suggests a garage sale. Yeah. She's like, let's make $200. <laughs> It'll make that difference. I do enjoy how much the kids think that it, every couple of hundred bucks is going to chip away at this. Mm. Like these – Oh, the kids have got no clue. Amber maybe should start selling some of her eggs or something because <laughs> she's got some pretty good genes. <laughs> Plus, also, she can she can actually do weddings, photography at weddings. Yeah, she could make a bit every weekend, really. Totally. Yeah. She could pay them all. Kids. Yes. And by the way, whichever bank they went to who loaned them this money irresponsibly. Yes. Because it was all apparently hinged on a couple of hours overtime. Yeah, they're like, oh. He can't afford this, but if he does a few extra shifts down at the station, we should expect our repayments on time. Yeah, this is insane. Completely ridiculous. Mm. Anyway, we've talked a lot over the weeks about how we no, disapprove. Anyway, we disapprove. They, they should go and rent another house down the street. Yes. Yeah. So now Imogen and Amber have found out that they're going to get $500 back from the insurers for their Hermione. stolen car, Hermione, mm. which is quite a lot of money. I did not expect Hermione to be worth that much money. Well, they felt she was worth 1000 they're dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> they're lucky to have their 500. And yeah. Amber says she's going to give her share to her mum and dad. Yeah, because that, that'll help. That'll help pay for... That's going to pay one electricity bill. It's going to pay for the petrol on the way to the bank. It's not even going to pay for the chlorine they're dumping that pool. But anyway. <laughs> now, okay. This is the... We get to the morning after another one of a Naomi Brennan booty call. Mm-hmm. And they're really not wasting any time getting down to business these two. No, they're really not. And I can't believe that people haven't noticed that Naomi doesn't sleep in her own bed anymore. (laughs) 
Sheila, Sheila who notices if a toothpick is missing from the kitchen, yeah. hasn't noticed that her daughter hasn't been around. But it's because she doesn't pay attention to the daughter. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> She's the forgotten daughter. And um, he tells Naomi that he wants to be a cop again and she brings it up with the brother. And says, oh, tell Tyler your big news. And Brennan says, I quit sugar. I quit sugar. Which, by the way, he's got access to the I Quit Sugar movie before everyone else. It doesn't come out for like a week. <laughs> Is there a movie? Yeah, there's a movie called the, That Sugar Movie. Yeah, um, an Australian guy made it and it's big. Oh, that sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, P.S. I would have expected Brennan to already have quit sugar. Yeah, I mean, look at him. It he sounds, doesn't eat sugar. It sounds, oh, no, I think he likes chocolate. Oh, okay, it's his one weakness. Yeah, it's his weakness. All oh, right, so know, maybe he's neat and he's tidy and he's good looking. Yeah. And um, you it's know. the one area of his life he hasn't been able to have control yeah. Yeah. over. Okay, so he makes this dig at Naomi about lying. He's like, "I can't lie to my brother. It Not might like ca- might come easy to you." Mm. Ouch! Like, get out. I mean, it's like, who does your she house, lie to? She's pretty honest with her. She, she's pretty straight up. She tells yeah. it like it is. Okay, she lied to Toadie and Sonia about having a crush on Toadie, but that's because they were married and she didn't want to get in the middle of a marriage. But also, that's not her brother. No. I'm sure, you know? I'm sure if Gaz had asked her, do you like Toadie? She would have said, yes, Gary, yeah, I do. I'm a stuff up and I like the married guy next door. <laughs> that's what she would have said. So, strange judgment to be having, Detective mm. Mechanic. Mm. Um, now, he puts on a suit and can we please have more? Of that. Yeah. He did look a little bit like a private schoolboy in year 12. I don't care. Yeah, okay, cool. That's, <laughs> I, I guess that's my type. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> year 12, post 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's finished. He's maybe just putting the uniform on. Um, just for his valedictory ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's not it's not wrong. Nothing's no, nothing, nothing, nothing illegal or inappropriate. Um, but it turns out I don't like his mechanic look. I like his detective look yeah. a lot. But... Yeah, so he puts on this outfit because he's going to go and do his interview at the police station. Yes. And he runs into grumpy Matt. Because Matt, dad cop, decides to summon him for the interview in the waterhole. He's like, they're ready for you now. I'm like, shouldn't he be in the foyer of the police station for this? He should be. Like, there should actually be a set time for the interview. Like, don't just go and wait at the local pub place. For whatever random constable is going to... What is he? Constable? Sergeant? Whatever. I don't know. He wears a blue uniform, so I yeah. feel like he's not... So, yeah. Whatever uniformed cop is going to come and get you for your interview time. Mm. It's very unprofessional. And his dad cop's also stopped shaving. Oh, yes. He's got the three-day yeah. growth. Yeah. And it's either a shout-out to he doesn't want to pay for Mac 3 raises anymore, <laughs> or he doesn't have time because he works thousands of hours a day. He's flat chat. Dad cop actually gives him the heads up. Brennan the heads up that actually they're probably going to give you the job and Brennan's like great and then he says oh but you'll be starting from the bottom mm. you'll you'll be a uniformed cop again you'll be a constable and then he has a little quip you've been telling me how to do my job for a <gasps> year oh drop him a rank or two but not back down to constable yeah don't make him do the breathalysis out the front <laughs> so but this is Aaron's bar he'll be working a murder case oh you're right within a month they're pretty under-resourced yeah yet, yet and this is another Kateism, yet they've afforded to hire another full time staff member. Yeah. So, anyway. Even though they're having their hours cut. Look, there's some management issues down at the police yeah, station. Yeah, there is, actually. Now, D'Amato calls in. He's got a goon shift ready to go yep. for Tyler. And then we see Tyler go down this alleyway with Michelle from, uh, what's her name, from Wentworth? Yep, yep. She's um, Frankie's girlfriend. Frankie's for a bit. girlfriend, yeah. 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 So she leads. Tyler down an alleyway and then a very well manicured alleyway, by the way. Yeah. And it's Hermione, the car. Yeah. So we finally get to see where Hermione's gone and who took it. And she's actually like five minutes away. Yeah. Around, around and the she's corner. just behind a box, like, really. I would have think I would have been thinking they would have driven him to Shepparton or something and said, here's this car we stole. No. No. And he's got to strip it, strip her for parts. Yeah. And at the end they said, he said, a Ford Caprine. And she turned around and said, some people are enthusiasts. Oh, I didn't know there was anyone. That was such a strange dig at the people that own Ford Caprice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine if you're watching them and you're like, "Why?" <laughs> okay, so we're back with Paige and Bryson. Mm. This is so cute. So she has spotted him working out at the park. Yeah, lovely. Which, by the way, they're really built up on their little public fitness equipment Yeah, in, in the Lassiter's complex. Yeah, something to do with Paul. Yeah. Yeah. He wants more attractive people, so he's put in some <laughs> more gym equipment. Yeah. By the way, and like hats off to Grayson because I always take my runners when I go on a trip. 
and I almost <laughs> never put them on and do something. You're absolutely right. Last time I went to Queensland to visit relatives, I took yeah, I took my runners, my hat, my bum bag for You're running. Like, yeah, I'm going to go for a run. Yeah, they stayed at the bottom. Yeah, the suitcase. They're like, oh, maybe I'll just eat dip for a while. <laughs> no one does that. So well done him. Yeah, well done. Mm. But then, so she says, let's have a coffee. Let's sort this out. Yes, yeah. he's giving her the silent treatment. They, and they start having deep and meaningfuls and they have this nice connection. Yeah. And he kind of reads a lot into that connection and then he thinks it's working out a little too well and then he goes the pash. Yeah. And she says, what? Sorry. Uh, what? Uh. Excuse me. Why would you make out with Why would you want to make out with me? Like We've only had, you know, phone sex basically. That's the thing. I feel like they have yeah. essentially... Yeah, they've. Got, I think she, I think she might have sent some na- naked selfies. Yeah, I yeah. think they've gone the whole nine yards in a textual capacity. Yeah, so I think a little peck mm. is warranted at this stage. Yeah, and go him for building up the confidence to do yeah. that. Yeah, and so Paige runs over to the girls to, and says, "Oh, he tried to kiss me." Uh, and Imogen calls her on it and says, "Why yeah. don't you just admit that you're not attracted to him?" Yeah, which is fair. Like I think if you meet people. On the internet, it's fair enough to not have that attraction. It is fair. When you meet them in person, regardless of their type of look. Yeah, and to be honest, like if they'd met in person and become friends, they're probably more likely for her to find an attraction than, yes. than, than build it up over something that's not there yes. and then, then this happened. Definitely. So the mm. point is not that Bryson is unattractive. The point is that they didn't establish that physical connection of mm. In person, off the bat, so it's a very awkward thing to try and yeah. orchestrate. But still, I'm happy for him because only like three days before he was afraid to approach her. Now yeah. he's happy to like go for the bash. Well he's, done. He's moved on in leaps and bounds. Yeah. So she comes back to the cafe and kind of friend zones him and mm. says, "Oh, look, I'm not ready to move to that stage, but why don't you stay? Stay in town. We get along really well. Maybe mm. I could develop something." Yeah, I really, I didn't like it. No, it was kind, it was really uncomfortable. And because he says, oh, look, I'm not a charity case. Like, yeah, like he can get girls. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of girls that would hook up with him. Clearly he's pretty good with the erotic text. Exactly. He clearly knows he's had to satisfy a lady. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, I need somebody that's here just for me. Like basically that's what she wanted. And she wants him to sit around and solve her problems and talk to her when she needs him. And then maybe down the track she might decide she thinks he's attractive. Yeah, after she's got him in the gym for a bit probably. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) he's like, I'm not going to sit around and wait for you to get used to the idea of me. Like, go Grayson. Yeah. Grayson. (laughs) Oh, oh, why do I keep calling? Grayson's um, revenge. Oh, (laughs) So, yeah, more power to him. He's going to go back to Queensland Maybe he'll take up surfing. He'll get he'll get comfortable in his body. Mm-hmm. Feel confident approaching women. Yeah, and on, on, in person. Yeah, things yeah. are going to work out for him. Yeah, he might even move to America and be in revenge. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's on the plane back to Queensland, mm. and we're confident with and his let's journey. Face it, he's probably in the airport. It's been cancelled a few times. That flight, <laughs> but he is no longer in Erinsborough. No, and no. we're confident that his life journey is going to go well. Yeah, and he picked up a Melbourne coffee. Before you did you <laughs> he say did, that? Yes, <laughs> it was just a just for the taxi ride. He had yeah. he had his coffee. Ready. He had a latte. It's nice. And I do feel bad for him. Like he's only like he's in Melbourne. He's only been to like the local park, and yeah. he's had a couple of coffees at Harold's. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's it. I mean, he's probably stayed at um Lasseter's. Yeah, so we had a nice view of the city skyline. Yeah, lovely. Okay, now finally, we're building up to the big return of Harold. Mm-hmm. So. We find out this is the beginning of Sonia's deportation to maternity leave for mm-hmm. Eve Maury's maternity leave. So Callum has snapped his Achilles playing gridiron. Yeah, which is like a big deal. Yes. Yeah, that's really painful. And we always thought that Callum would be the reason Sonia no, would go Vaya away. Vaya thought. Yes. This is Vaya's, this is Vaya's <laughs> shining moment. She picked this one. Yes, because, you know, Callum's overseas. Sonia needs to go away for a while. But to be honest, after the whole storyline with the best friend, she could have gone off the rails. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, but uh, she's she's going to Callum. And I think it's actually more realistic to spend a few months in rehab than it is to spend a few months with your son yeah. who's on a scholarship or whatever. Yeah. She might have shot some things for a few months. She might be back in a few weeks, but, like, she shot some things Okay, or sure, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, but she's run off. And, and Callum's probably got quite the life happening over there, so she's going to foil that. <laughs> oh, he's going to hate having his mum around. Yeah, and not just any mum. She's Sonya. a busy body. <laughs> and now we have to talk about Bump Watch because they've really amped up the Bump Watch. Mm. Sonia emerges. She's got a garment bag. Like her head, you can only see her head above of this dress bag. Mm. Mm. Firstly, 
Tonya, to, Sonia, Sonia, Sonia and Toadie, do they even have things that need dry cleaning? I can't imagine so. I guess it was maybe one of Toadie's lawyer suits. Yeah, but can't he pick them up himself? I'm sure there's a service for that at work. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that it comes into Harold's, which is next to yes. his office. Okay. Now, everybody's gathered. Lou gets everyone to gather out the front because Harold is arriving yep. in his big camper van. Yeah. And he pulls in and everyone's surprised. And the first thing he says to Toadie is, oh, Jared, so you've kept the weight off. Oh, that's nice. Are you serious? I sort of missed that. And also, Harold, like you're not that thin. Well, actually, thank God. Toadie then hit back with, oh, and you've kept it on. You've yeah, thanks, Toadie. Yeah, you, you say you, you've kept it on. You've kept the weight off, and you've kept it on. Like ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like that's way to make someone want to be glad for your return. Like, yeah. <laughs> body shame them. And and Daniel's like, you've got to be at my wedding. And like, I know that I've been binge watching, but is the wedding tomorrow? It's supposed to be in five weeks. Well, that's a long time for Harold to stay. Yeah, maybe four. Yeah, what's he going to do for four weeks? Yeah, just hang about. I guess. Yeah. Um, we find out that Lou's a bit jealous of Harold and this he's living it up in his camper van with yep. his missus and Lou's living with his daughter and he's got no prospects. And yeah, and he's not only living with his daughter. Like, we don't even know if they're going to keep the house, really. Yeah, we don't even know if they can even keep Lou around. No. And then Lou basically says, he puts it all down to the fact that he hasn't kept in touch with the Lord. He's I like, no, that's a bit weird. They communicated with the big fella. Yeah. I feel like we're actually building up for Lou and um, Harold to trip off together. Oh, that would be beautiful. Yeah. I would love that. That's what should happen. Because it doesn't matter where they are. They can stop at an airport every now and then for Lou to go off to Thailand and have one of his weird trips. <laughs> and he could just meet up with Harold. I uh, met Lou the other day at my day job. Oh, did you? Tom Oliver. And it was kind of embarrassing because... Was he, is he a bit, like, charismatic? He's a sweet guy. He's yeah, a yeah. really sweet guy. He feels guy. like he would be, yeah. Except all that I have talked about of him oh. is the sex tourism that his character <laughs> is involved in. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't get much other than him and Colin Nan having a thing. I felt really embarrassed. I was like, hello. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, i got to go. <laughs> Okay, Wednesday. Now, we have Harold. He's not talking about Carolyn, his wife, who's mm-hmm. Paula Duncan, the spray and wipe lady. And he hints that he wants legal advice. And look, I've got to be honest here. I know everyone's excited about Harold being back, but mm. I could take or leave Harold. Yeah. Harold's never been my favourite thing about Neighbours. No, no, he's not been my favourite thing. I think he's just a, you know, he's just a callback to the past. Yeah. he's. A- and who else? They can't get... Some of the other people because they're not around anymore. No, you're not going to get Billy and Anne. No. That's who I want back. And I kind of hate nostalgia. It, yeah. g- it gives me anxiety because it makes <laughs> me think that I haven't documented my life properly. Yeah, and that, like, look what Harold's done with his time and what have we done? <laughs> he's, made, he's got a book with all the photos in it. Yeah. So I actually... And I'm, what are we doing? Sitting around watching Neighbours? <laughs> oh, how true. Yeah. Oh, no, but we've done other things. It's only half an hour yeah, a day. Sad. <laughs> it's yeah. not, it's not, I haven't done this for 32 years. So <laughs> done it for a few months. And also I find it interesting that the underwear thief that's hit Ramsey Street has made the local paper. Yeah, he said I read about it in the news. So it's not even just local paper. Like he's in another state reading about the underwear thief. Although maybe he's like my nana. She still gets like the Melbourne Greek newspaper up there. Oh, yeah, the El El Globo. Nels Cosmos. She she wants to stay in touch. So maybe he's been getting the errands or the whatever. Yeah, he might go to the website. Yeah, true. So he can use the internet (laughs) on his phone. But Bailey, the but Bailey can't. can't. No. Computer nerd can't. So Paul straight over, straight away waltzes over and says to Harold, yeah, hi, whatever, you're back. You've got to stop this wedding between these two idiot kids. Yeah. Now, can I ask a question? Because I got a bit confused when they started delving into the history of the Ramses and Oh, me too. Do you get confused? Do you remember who's a Ramsey and who's not? I don't no, know. Yeah, and I don't okay, care. Cool. All right, it's that's like, good. Thank you. It's probably interesting for the people that watched it. 25 years ago? I, I don't think it is. Mate, yeah. Because I think I watched it 25 years ago, to okay. be honest. But it's just oh, it's yeah. just really confusing. And don't you love when they were talking about the Madge being in the wallet? And then, But then he's kissing the wallet. I oh, just, that was really sad. That was, uh, yeah. But an was, old man being sad really gets me. Like, that really gets me. I just, yeah. I was bored by it. I'm sorry. No, I, no, it just, it breaks my heart. I feel like he's dealt with Madge and he's moved on from Madge. But I feel what, like he should be sad about Carol and his ex-wife not wanting to be around. Yeah, or Rosie. Remember Rosie? Yeah, I love yeah, Rosie. Yeah. But um, I think the thing that um, gets me is that they were talking about how he's sort of still into Madge and still talking about Madge. Yeah. And Toadie says this to Sonia. 
And he said, well, how would you feel if I had a photo of G? <gasps> yes. And I thought that was so great because like almost everyone on that street has an ex. A dead ex. Yeah, a dead ex. <laughs> and Sonia's... Like it's not that common. And I love Sonia's response. She's like, well, I, you know, I'd be okay with it. I guess you'd have some stuff to work out, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you, you were married for a good half an hour. She's so understanding. Yeah. Now, she probably has a dead ex too. <laughs> And this is the scene where Sonia is inside a car that is behind a lavender bush. Mm. They have gone to extremes yeah. to conceal her bump. Yeah. there's no. Why can't they just say she had a bit too much to eat at Christmas? <laughs> well, this is more fun. I kind of like that it's got to the point where they're yeah. putting an entire car in front of her belly. Well, now in, and an entire country now. Yes. Yeah. So she's going to head off to the US to see Callum. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to sort out what's going on with Harold. And she's trying to just sort out her flights. And then she's like, oh, P.S., I need someone to look after the nursery. Can you just handle that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she wants Nate to take over, mm. which doesn't she have people that have worked there longer than Nate? Well, they only talk about what's-her-face, Callum's ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And Nate. So I feel like they're the only people that work there. Because Imogen used to work there and she she just did a swapsies to work at the law clinic. She's like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's <laughs> she's boring. like, I'm actually a lawyer. <laughs> I need something that's going to... You exercise my mind. Yeah. And so she could go back because it doesn't seem like she's doing many shifts at Toadies. No. You know, I don't understand. Like, I feel like the best candidate to start managing the nursery is actually Paige. Also, yeah, she could manage anything. She could manage anything. Also, I think they don't really need a replacement manager. Sonia can still manage it online. Yeah, like no one's going to have to pay the invoices or anything. She, she can, can just do that. She on, can keep yeah. doing the ordering and then... And really, what happens there? Her day-to-day staff can keep watering the plants. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Oh, well. But it's a, it's Nate's opportunity for career, as, as Susan points out. Susan loves a mission to oh. get him to the next level. And her, her goal in life is to get people ready for their career, like as a teacher. So, yeah. Yeah, she's None, just getting Nate ready. And her students aren't showing any prospects. <laughs> no. Or her teachers, for that matter. Yes. <laughs> So finally we find out that Harold and his wife, Carolyn, have yeah. split up. Yeah. Um, they've been teasing this for two episodes like we care. Well, to be honest, the amount of bombshell it was, I thought it was that Madge was really alive. Ooh, that would have been amazing. Like, I was like, what is going on here? This is huge bombshell talk. Like, there was like, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. And it was just that a couple of old people's marriages are not going to work out. That happens, like, all the time. Yeah. That happens more than people's wives or husbands die. Yeah. Yeah, this is more common. So that's that. We can get back to that. I guess it's foreshadowing for how we're going to meet dead Madge or dream Madge. Yeah. And now we move into Kyle and Georgia. So we find out – so we know Georgia doesn't want to have a baby Mm. yet because she's not ready. Mm, It's fair enough. And Kyle is – They still live at his grandmother's. Full steam ahead. Mm. Kyle is so gung-ho. He's got an app. That tracks – the ideal time for conception. Yeah, which exists, right? Yes. But, but also, like, he's like, can you just whack in your, your dates of your period? <laughs> like, can you imagine? I'm sorry. Nobody's man acts like that. Especially not while you're having lunch down at the pub. No. Like, can we have this conversation at home, sweetie? And I can tell you right now, that app has a pink flower icon. Correct. And <laughs> no man downloads that. No. no. Not even Kyle, sweet as he may be. Plus, she's a nurse. She knows this. She knows stuff. And he's like, and everything he knows about pregnancy comes from TV sitcoms. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, when you want pickles in the middle of the night, I'll bring them to you. She's like, I'm not going to want that. Yeah. (laughs) Also, Colette Nan is the most indiscreet woman on the face of the earth. She is, yeah. She has told Susan that they're trying for a baby mere minutes after they've told her not to tell anyone. They're like, don't tell anyone. She's like, no problems. I've just got to pop over to Susan's. (laughs) She's awful. Sheila was the worst this week. Yeah. Like, I had so many problems with her decisions. Because mm. Sheila and Susan are still on the case to track down the underwear thief. Yeah. Which I'm glad that we'll know by the end of this week what, what really happened with the underwear. Because yeah. over that story. Yes. Um, me too. I'm so, just sad it wasn't Carl. Yeah. And like I've got underwear on my balcony at the moment because it keeps falling off of the balcony in the apartment above us. Oh, yeah. It keeps fluttering down. So they down. think you're stealing it. Well, it just keeps appearing and we've tried to piff it back up and they keep throwing it back down. So there's some underwear <laughs> there's some underwear wars going on in my is apartment. It, is it saucy? No, it's like bonds. Actually, oh. one of the G there was a G string and it was lacy and it was satin. And you were just like, hi. Um I put it in the bin because I was embarrassed. But anyway, I've got my own underwear issues. Yeah, I can't you do. deal yeah, with neighbours yeah. at the moment. I just no. can't. 
So, and you know what? If these people are going to leave their back gates open all the time <laughs> for people to just walk yes. in and steal, I mean, just lock the gate. And in Melbourne, it rains like every three days. Yeah. Put your clothes out inside. Put them in the dryer and move on. I know that the um, the Dadcott family can't afford to put their dryer no, on, but no. everyone else can. Yeah. yeah. Now, Dr. Carl suggests spy cameras mm. to the women surprising no one like of course he knows about spy cameras so Sheila so I feel like he's had cameras in like ladies toilets yeah. for a while now yeah, yeah. he's mm. got a collection mm. now Sheila and Susan like Nate helps them set up this security camera system because he's adorable this is what I find wildly inappropriate mm. you can't set up cameras to monitor your neighbor's backyard but wasn't it it was Sheila's, it was Sheila's backyard, backyard. Yeah. okay well Susan can't be watching the footage no. From her neighbor's backyard? No, that's wrong. They should have just like got a picnic together and sat against the back window. Okay, so that's the first problem. The second problem is she can see the cameras pointed at the hot tub. Yeah. That's, that's the... probably because Carl had something to do with it, that's... let's be honest. That's a high-traffic sex area. Yeah, I know. Everyone. Naomi and Josh have done it in there. Naomi and Brennan have probably done it in there. Paige and Brennan have probably done it in there. I think it's time to clean out the water. Georgia and Kyle, like... Don't point cameras at the sex tub. Just don't. I feel like, by the way, if Kyle was reading about how to conceive, I feel like putting the boys in the spa water probably isn't wise. (laughs) Also, she's not even technically off the pill. And like, I feel like if you went to the doctor and said, I went off the pill yesterday, why am I not pregnant? (laughs) They would say, well, look, you need to give your body a bit time to... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> the pill yesterday. Okay. But also, I'm also upset. We haven't had a story about Kyle wearing boxes yet. Like, how has that not happened? Yeah, it'll probably next week when next his boxes go missing. Yeah. <laughs> now, Colette Nan, this is wild. So this is wildly inappropriate. So she and Susan spot Georgia in the backyard mm. after they see Georgia and Kyle undressing to have hot tub sex. Yeah, they, they come, close the computer. They come back goodness. to the footage. Mm. Like an hour later mm. and see... But by the way, did you love how Susan was like, well, I've been married for 37 years and I think we should give them longer because her and her and Carl, they have a, a, a fruitful life together. I miss that and I think I'm all right with the fact that I miss that. <laughs> that is incredible. So they spot Georgia popping a pill. By the way, can I just say that Kyle is practicing face painting in this episode? Because yeah. <laughs> he, they, the Erinsborough Festival is going to have face painting and he thinks that... He needs to be match fit to face paint yeah. in three years when they have a kid. Yeah. Weird. By the way, and he was pretty good at it. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah, <laughs> he'd put a tiger on his own face and it was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this his untapped talent? Yeah. He Maybe Darla Kyle's not doing great. Yeah. He but. could make more money doing kids' parties yeah. than his stupid handyman business. Him and um, what's her, she could take photos of events. Um, Amber. Amber. Yeah. And he could come along and face Paint. Fantastic. Yeah. Business plan. Done. Now, at the end of the episode... No, Naomi Canning Enterprise. Oh, that's what it could be. <laughs> Kids' parties. Yeah. <laughs> so, Colette Nan comes back home and starts going through Georgia's bag and finds the pill. Ugh, breaks so many boundaries. It's wrong. And we all know... Well, we don't all know, but anyone who's decided that they should study feminist cinema knows that the handbag represents the uterus. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know the handbag. Oh yeah, the handbag is like the remote control. The uterus. Yeah. So like Grace Kelly started this, right? <laughs> so Grace Kelly's bag, which is an Omaze bag that they named after her, the, the, the okay, Kelly yeah, bag. Yeah. yeah. And so that she would trounce that round like a uterus, according to I don't know critics. And so this bag of George's represents her uterus, which there's a pill in. How else are you going to stop this the baby? Blo- this is blowing my mind right now. Yeah. And then, and, and Sheila just goes through it. <laughs> She's violating Georgia in many ways. Yeah. And, oh. wow, I didn't do that unit at uni and <laughs> I feel like I missed out. And also, she's had that bag for a while because I bought the bag about the same time she did. It's a, it's a Mimco bag. And um, <laughs> How is Georgia affording a Mimco bag? I don't know because that's the black one and the black one is always full price. You can never get that one on sale. Wow. Yeah. No, wonder, I got a no one to Kyle can't afford tools. Anyway. Yeah. But, you know, anyway, so I just wanted to point out that her uterus has well, been around for a while. <laughs> some, some of us have learned a few things today. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. Now, into Thursday, and this is where we meet. My new favorite character, mm-hmm. Dr. Nick. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to him. So we have we leave off with G- Colette Nan rifling through George's uterus. Yep. And Colette Nan 
Because she now owns it because of the patriarchy and they're part of the family. <laughs> yeah. So she she confronts Georgia and says, we need to talk. You're still on the pill. And Georgia's like, pull up the pony. What are you talking about? Oh, how do you know yeah. th- How do you know yeah. this? She was like, well, I saw you and I went through your bag. Georgia's like, hold up. You can't be doing this. How dare you? You're my grandmother-in-law. And she says, I'm sick of you getting into my life. Which was a... Um, well overdue conversation. Yeah, yeah, particularly after that lamp incident when they married. <laughs> and, and she wasn't even really that apologetic. She didn't go, sorry. you're lying to my grandson. She's like, yeah, so tit for tat. Yeah. and But Georgia's livid, and rightly so. And mm. then so she's got to come clean to Kyle. I'm I, like, I'm still anxious about losing this baby, blah, 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 all of that stuff that could go wrong. Which is their business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Gran doesn't need to know. So they decide to get ready for baby to ease their way in, they're going to have this baby bucket list mm-hmm. and tick off all this stuff that they wanted to achieve. Mm. Like apparently Kyle's is watch all the Fast and the Furious movies. Together. Which I feel like when you don't sleep and your brain's not at full function, best time for that. Best time for that type yeah. of movie too. Mm-hmm. Like they will be up for night feeds, like yeah. whack on some Fast and the Furious, yeah. Too Fast, Too Furious. It's Whatever the other ones are called. Something that yeah. you can work into your baby schedule. Yeah, and there was something else. What was it, like skydiving? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So Kyle comes back with his list and there's like three things on the list. Yeah, and, Georgia- and, they're, and they're as silly as that. Yeah. yeah, and Georgia unrolls this like scroll of paper that yeah. like unfurls onto the floor. And She's like got the like- first one's like become a doctor. <laughs> it's the longest list ever. It's like I don't want a kid in this millennium. Yeah. Now, all right. Dr. Carl mm. is dressed up in a suit. Because you got a man crush. This is so cute. Susan is adorable. She goes, oh, you're getting ready for your date? <laughs> and by the way, with them, it could be true. It's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Susan's stirring him and it's really cute because he's going to meet with this new doctor, this big shot doctor that's mm. in Erinsborough. And he wants to recruit him for Erinsborough Hospital because Erinsborough Hospital needs all the help he can get. Yeah. Now we find out that this is Tarage's brother. She, he calls her Teeny, which is really cute. She must be really small in real life. Yeah, yeah. Teeny I think tiny. she is, yeah. yeah. And he comes over and he wants to bring over wine. She invites him to lunch. He wants to bring over wine because he's like, Ugh, a $15 Pinot might be good good enough for you. Oh. oh. We know that Tarage has good taste in wine. She has good taste in everything but husbands. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's got one flaw. Yeah. That's hers. Yeah. Now, we straight away know that Drab hates brother. Nick, mm. brother Nick, who's Greek, by the way, because mm. his name is Dr. Petrides. Yeah. So, and his name's Nick. His name's Nick. Yeah. And I'm a little bit cheated at the fact that we've never been privy to Tarage's heritage. Yeah, and why haven't her all? and Chris had a thing? They should have been talking about Greek Easter. They should have been talking about their name days. Like, Oh, but wait a second. Teresa's son almost killed Chris. Uh, oh, so yeah. they don't want they That's can't awkward. connect. No, they they're not connect. gonna connect. I feel like no. I'm I've been robbed of a lot of Teresa's multicultural backstory. Mm. So that that's and just they were my like issue. From a country town and they're Greek. Yes. So imagine that could have been its own show. Definitely. Yeah. And so they had a troubled upbringing and they've come good. Now we've now Drab says to Nick, Well, you better be careful because I might expose your dirty little secret. Mm. And when I heard Dirty Little Secret, I got really excited. What did I'm you like, think it was? What by the, the way? hell has he done? I thought maybe he and he'd like put the moves on Brad. Yeah. And yeah. like I, I just went straight to sex tourism. Like I, I, I didn't know <laughs> what it was. I was like, he does something really wrong. Yeah. Or he yeah. yeah, maybe he got involved with a medical student or something. Yeah. Uh, I was really excited. But um but also the fact that Brad knows it. Yeah. Because he doesn't know many things. No. <laughs> And, and he's remembered this. Yeah, he's kept this one in the bucket of his life. <laughs> and um, but and Therese doesn't. How could she not know things, you know? Yeah, she would be across this. There would have been emails about this that she would have dug up. Yeah. So we'll get to them then on Friday. But I love Nick. He's got attitude. Yeah. He, he took Kyle's pen, which was gold. Yeah, like, and he just took it. Well, um, as I pointed out on Twitter, it was probably a really cheap pen. So Also, yeah, it was probably cheap, but like he was writing with it. <laughs> But also, yeah, no, I loved it because you don't want to have a doctor that's nice. No, not at like, all. Like doctors, that's not what they're there for. No, you want them to get in, get the job done, yeah. work out what's wrong like with Carl's you. Like Carl's far too interested in everyone's personal that's, life. That's why Erinsborough Hospital is going down the tubes. Exactly. So I'm happy for Nick to be there. Yeah. he's. I'm also worried who's going to get cancer though. 
Yeah, someone's got cancer. And if you watch now, during the week, Neighbours released a video, um, a, a celebration of EastEnders. Oh, did you watch it? No. It's really funny. Look it up on the Neighbours YouTube channel. It, they did this EastEnders tribute and they're all speaking in British accents oh, and yeah. it's cute. And Paul turns up and he's got a shaved head. Oh, no. In this scene on YouTube. And, and he's funded the... the oh. he, yeah. So I'm a little bit worried. About, I need to have a moment silent. He's, but I reckon he'll come good. He's got to come good. Probably when I mean, he doesn't have a leg, like he's, you know. Maybe he's just joined a punk band or something. Maybe you know what? Actually, when you when we just realised this cancer possibility, I, I we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet this year, and you know maybe we'll have a slow week one day and we can really dissect it. But the opening credits changed, you know, yes, with yeah. the, with the year. And um, one of the things that sort of got me a lot about the opening credits was the fear in Susan's face. <laughs> what do you mean? When you when you watch it next week, yeah. at the end of the credits, Carl and Susan come together. They're the last one. And Carl sort of puts his arm around her and Susan looks frightened. <laughs> right? So if she gets cancer, that's it. I can't even deal. No, no, no. She's I already can't gone deal. MS. Now, Paul can get through it. Yeah, Susan. Can, yeah. But, you know, they say that cancer loves stress and Paul is a bundle of stress and oh, of course stuff so you know but it, uh, i can't cope with susan susan and carl, carl need to live a happy life together for now like right. they've been through enough well okay well let's just regroup yeah, next okay. time we meet and we can sort out our feelings about yeah you this. A, a, everybody together let's yeah. all watch the credits really okay. um, carefully over the next few weeks but also the thing is nick's a cancer doctor yeah. And this is a smoking gun right here. You don't bring in a cancer doctor yeah. and expect the whole street to continue on with good health. No. I mean, probably all of them are going to get cancer <laughs> all now. There's going to be a cancer cluster. So now, one of the most exciting revelations of the week, which I predicted about 15 minutes before it was announced in the episode, <laughs> I was really proud of myself till he said it, was Paul is on the lookout. He's been advertising all over morning TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's He's been on Sunrise with Koshy. Yeah. And talking <laughs> about how there's this Erinsborough Festival and they've booked a world-class music act mm-hmm. to perform at World-class. And everyone's like, who's it going to be? And Naomi's stressed out because she's worked out that Paul's full of shit and hasn't booked anyone. Yeah, there's no one coming. So Naomi's got to get on the phone to Jet. <laughs> okay. Naomi goes, I've been on the phone to Jet and they're not going to get back together. What? Naomi... Why aren't you ringing bands that already are together? Yeah, why not call bands that are desperately seeking a gig like, that maybe went to another country once, like, world class? Get onto the Triple J Unearthed list. Yeah. There's lots of local bands that would be keen for the gig Yeah, that have probably done some international tours. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's probably not that hard to get onto Guy Sebastian's agent. No, he's available. Try harder, Naomi. <laughs> but no, she's trying to jet. And so Carl strolls past and he's like, oh, I can be the support act. And Paul shuts it down. He's yeah. like, Shut up, Carl. No, and I think this amazing line like, well, we're not going for a middle-aged wannabe vibe. So back, <laughs> back off, Carl. So he's like, I don't have time for this shit. And I love how Carl, like he's got a lot on, but straight away he hears this and he's like, I'm going to be a star. <laughs> yeah, he's got this business meeting, but he doesn't have, he's still got time to schmooze. Yeah. And then Paul has this epiphany. He's like, I've got it. Someone who used to live here, someone who's a huge star overseas. Like, why wasn't this your first idea, P.S.? She's no, the only one who's become a famous musician, apart well, from maybe Dean Geyer. Um, Flick is like a model. Yeah, right, right, right. Models often foray. So that's possible. She'd at least have connections. Yeah, I mean, but anyway, I think Nina's a better option. Oh, so he, he says, we'll get Nina Tucker. Mm. And she's a Bo- Bollywood to Hollywood success story, which was incredible. Last time they had a Delta, I think it was at the 20th anniversary or 25th anniversary of mm. Neighbours, Delta did a walk-on and um, she, yeah, they established that she was big in Bollywood. Okay. Which and is which amazing. Is, it's um, like a Tanya Zayeda yeah, success story. Yeah. So they're going to get Nina. I'm pumped. Now... Friday, let's round off the week because the Willises are gathering for a nice family lunch. Mm. I do enjoy when they have a, a put on a spread. They Those, do a lunch. I love how Therese even has the bread basket. Oh, she, like she's got bread rolls on show. Yeah, she's in order. Like yeah. I can tell you what, my life's gone through some peaks and troughs. And in those times, my house is never in order. No. But she goes through something, doesn't matter. She is on it. She's got the cloth napkins. Mm-hmm. She's ready to go. Yeah. And now... This is one of my favourite scenes because it's just Dr. Nick judging his niece and nephew, Mm, like going, which uni did you go to? Are you going to Imogen? Melbourne or Sydney? And she's like, Eden Hills. She's so embarrassed. I know. And remember, you were actually concerned that she hadn't 
you know, like strived for Melbourne. No. Or, or Monash. Or, or really, any of the, yeah, anything. The, the top unis. Whatever they call it, the top eight or top whatever. Top tier or whatever. Yeah. Here or interstate. Yeah. And she hadn't dealt with her feelings about that. And now Uncle Nick's like, oh, okay. But she loves it. She's feeding off it. She's like, yes, Nick, I'm going to have goals again. That's right. He, I'm that girl. She wants a father figure mm-hmm. to encourage her to strive yeah. for the yeah. best. Yeah. And he's providing that. He is because Drab's not. Nah, Drab. Drab's like, whatever you want to do, Drab's honey. Drab's like, just go with, follow your bliss, yeah. he might as well say. you know, Be, be a paralegal for Toady forever. Ugh. And also he gets to Josh. He's like, so what are you doing, Josh? And this is kind of weird because I feel like after your VCE results, wouldn't you have gotten on the phone to your uncle? Like you get on the phone to your relatives. Well, I feel like they don't talk to this guy often. Okay, yeah. all right. Maybe, they, uh, maybe he's on Facebook, but he doesn't log in. I feel like he doesn't log in. Yeah, sure. Okay. So he didn't know that Josh had dropped out of school. And he's like, why did you drop out of school, Josh? It's like, "Um, there was some assault issues. Now, let me know if I'm wrong and if I'm being stereotypical. But I feel that in this Greek family, there would be a megaphone family member who would have communicated this to all the family members. Most definitely. Okay, cool. So I'm not being racial profiling in any way. I just, yeah, I think it's quite unusual. Mm for this uncle not to have kept tabs on his 18-year-old niece and nephew who have mm. just moved on to their ne- next life phase. Mm. Like, mm. Even if he's out of the loop, someone would have said, Imogen just graduated, Josh mm. has dropped out of school, he's got no hope of doing anything and he's picking up rubbish. Yeah. And he's happy about it. And they didn't even mention the other daughter. No. <laughs> Whoops. Piper, who's never coming back from Canada. And then he moves on to Drab and he's like, so you're still a teacher. Yeah, which I feel like you should be proud of because, like, only last week you was thinking of quitting that. Yeah, and now like, he's got a running group. It's like, well done, Brad. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, oh, dear. And then Josh admits that he's considering TAFE. Good on Josh. I'm so proud of him because he's going to move on to something now because yeah. he's just been hanging about for a few weeks just doing nothing. Trey just like, oh, I didn't know he was considering TAFE. And Drab's like, well, he only mentioned it because your, your brother was um, but why putting is that pressure a bad on him. Thing, Drab? Yeah, I'm like, I don't care if Josh just thought of it right then and went, I'm going to do TAFE. Yeah. Good on him. And then he, he goes to tell Amber. Straight away, he's like, "I need. Um, can I get some advice about Eden Hills Uni? Because oh. I'm, a, I'm gonna go there." <laughs> and I loved it. He, the, just the facial expressions on Josh's face yeah. when, when Daniel was talking to him, were like, "Yeah, look, mate, you're stupid. Stop." <laughs> I loved it. Oh, and I do enjoy the fact that Eden Hills Uni has a TAFE next yeah. door. It's very convenient. Yeah, and it'd be great because they've got more friends, as Amber says. Yeah. And now this is where we find out about the dirty little secret. That Nick has kept. Yeah, not that dirty. Tarage finds out, Brad has told her, that on the night before their wedding, Dr. Nick arranged Mm. for Brad's ex-wife or ex-lover, Beth, and their love child, Ned, Mm. to come to him. Sorry, I just need to point out. Remember when um, Nick was at the table with Drab and he said, oh, so I hear we've got a new family. (laughs) Yes! It was excellent. Gold. It was almost better than why did you quit school? Like, yes. He goes, so you've got another love child. It's like, I didn't know about her. <laughs> she just arrived. I could have more. <laughs> Give me a fair go. Oh, man. Gold. And so that was it. That was the dirty little secret. Mm. He set up a meeting to test the fidelity of Brad before he married his sister. And I'm sorry. On a soap like Neighbours, that's nothing. Nothing. And also, if I was Nick and my sister Therese who's like a go-getter, we're both go-getters, meets Drab. Oh, I'm going to test it. That is a sad day for the family. Yeah. She brings him home. Oh, He would have come in straight from the surf. Yeah, with that blonde hair he used to have. <laughs> oh, no. The family's like, not on my watch. No. Oh, God. So I don't blame him. I think he should have no. done that. Well, that was a very good test. And then mm-hmm. and he, 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 do, he um, makes another slam dunk. Nick says to Tarage, well, has he been faithful to you ever since? And Tarage is like, um, funny story. Uh, let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> anyway, I love Dr. Nick. I'm really keen. So he's staying, like that's the thing. Yeah, because that's the other thing we reveal that Carl, uh, Dr. Carl has um, proposed a new cancer research centre for Erinsborough Hospital. Quick Carl got things and together. Paul didn't need to ask anyone else in the council. He just like ticked, he just signed off on that. He's like, yep, we're doing it. And, and by the way, mayors don't actually have this power in no. Melbourne for um, anyone overseas thinking that this is what happens here. That's No, no they didn't have to go to state government. Yeah, 100%. It would have had to go. There would have been funding. 
There would have been like applications. It would have been an election promise from four years ago. Yeah, that got broken 12 times. Yeah. Like, no way. But anyway. So um, anyway. But Paul's probably funding it, which is going to be super sad if he's the one that get can- gets cancer. Oh, devastating. So. You know what? As long as Georgia doesn't get cancer, I can cope. I feel why? like that would be too much. It's true. She's Look, she's had a rough trot. Yeah, she's had a rough trot. Susan, Georgia. Look, it's none a, of the women can well, get cancer. Why? It's got to be Paul because he's got a shaved head. That's what I'm saying. Unless he's shaving his head for, in solidarity for like shave for a cure or but something. But Paul doesn't do things like that. Oh, he does politically. Maybe Daniel <gasps> convinced him. I don't know. Actually, this could be our question of the week on okay, Beamly. great. What be- is it? So go to the Neighbours showroom um, on Beamly.com mm-hmm. and I'll make a post and you can answer it. So my question is, there's a new cancer centre being set up at Erinsborough Hospital. Who do you think has got cancer? Mm-hmm. Or going to get cancer on the Yeah, street. and maybe even what, what do you think is going to happen? Like, tell us a bit about yeah. it. Tell who, us your feelings. Who, are they going to pull through? Mm-hmm. What sort of cancer? We just want to get into our feelings oh, about man. this. How are they going to cope? How's the street going to cope? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. Hit us up. I need to know. Now, let's round off Friday um, with Dad Cop. He's crashing and banging all over the house because mm. he's his family's lost all their money and he can't provide for them and he can't solve the problems and he's stopped shaving. Yeah. Quick one, Vale. You don't have to pay your first mortgage payment for at least a month. Oh, okay, so things yeah. have fa- the wheels have fallen off this truck <laughs> pretty quick. I don't know who they got this loan from, but things are not right <laughs> here. Everything's gone south. Dad cop's doing his double shifts. He can't work the coffee machine. He's breaking shit all over the house. Bailey feels terrible because he lets he lets Svetlana log into their finances. Dad cop's been frazzled because Paul's on his back about the traffic management report for the festival. I feel like when did these cops do reports? Like when did this happen? Yeah, isn't that something the council? Yeah, a traffic like that. That's not a cop thing. That's a department. Like there's a department for that. There's murders happening out there. <laughs> like what? See, he's not going to go out with his clicker and start counting cars. No. So we'll, we'll leave that for the minute because we'll get to mm. his outburst. Because meanwhile, we have to deal with the love bubble. The oh, lo- oh, gosh. I can't believe I almost forgot. The love bubble. So Paige, just another slam dunk from Paige. Amber and Daniel are macking on in mm. the middle of just public. You know, in the, pub- in the community hall. In a public space. Yep. And Paige just says, guys... Because Josh comes in to talk about uni. Mm. And then Paige says, guys, it's a bit insensitive. Not just for Josh, but we all don't need to see you guys no. PDAing all over the joint. Nobody needs to see this. And Amber feels bad. She's like, oh, maybe we are a bit insensitive. And Daniel's like, people just need to appreciate our love and come into our love bubble. No, no. No, we don't. No. I want nothing to do with your bubble, Daniel. No. Get your bubble away from my face. Ooh, your little blonde bubble. So Amber's like, well, let's try and include people. And so she calls this emergency love intervention and calls all the family to the murder rotunda. Yeah. And and by the way, she doesn't call everyone. She calls her parents and, and Paul. And Paul. Yeah. And now Dad Cop is really mad. He's like, I don't have time for this. And I'm on his side. Yeah. He's got the reports to write he down at the cop job. shop. He hasn't had a coffee. He's fixing the exhaust fan at Harold's. Mm. He hasn't a time for this bullshit and he loses it. And he's like, is this over? So they call everyone into a circle and hold hands and says, we're inviting you into our love bubble. Oh, man. And Dad Cop goes, is this over? Because I don't have time for this airy-fairy nonsense and mm. storms off. And it's great. And I feel like Paul should have done a high five and done the same thing with him. Yes. And walked off. And maybe Lauren could be the only one yes. that would have fallen Paul's for Paul's like, thank God he said it, so I didn't have to. Yeah. And then... What I did enjoy, though, was... By the way, when did Amber get the lobotomy? Like, she is just <laughs> like... Oh, oh, she can lobotomy at oh. the drop of a hat. She's just, like, seriously, it's like she's in the cult. Like, her eyes are vacant. Like, we could be waving in front of them. That guided meditation that Rain yeah. gave her really did a number on Amber. Because yeah, she really sometimes... Did. It's like if someone sees a a hypnotist mm. and then years later they oh, the snap the finger yeah thing. they still yeah. clock like a chicken it's mm. just something still innate in her now mm. Mm. that she can just glaze over she's just like it's too much they're too happy clearly it can't work out no so clearly something's going to come back with him maybe being behind the car jacking or whatever happened to the capri uh, whatever yeah like i don't even think daniel's complicated enough for there to be a drama but regardless something's got to happen between these two because they yeah. can't continue and procreate yes so we, we finish off, like, Paige comes to see Amber and Daniel and they're all sad because no one wanted a bar of their love bubble. And mm. Paige actually goes, look, you guys are pretty cute. You make us all want to spew, but 
I kind of respect the fact that you still love each other and you're really confident in that yeah. and good on yeah. you. And I thought that was a really cute scene because then they invite her into the love bubble and they have a big group hug and she's like, get me out of here. <laughs> Stop touching me. Because she's still pretty offended she got um, rejected. Yeah, rejected yeah. by her internet boy. fictional boyfriend. And then we finish off with dad cop mm. – because they're all worried that Bailey's going to return to alcoholism. Because mm, he did it for a week. Yeah, he yeah. drank a bit when he was 14 and now has a lifelong mm. illness. Even though he, he doesn't go to AA or anything. No, no, no. we just got to keep an eye on him with a sherry bottle. <laughs> and it was the sherry. <laughs> was. I think it was in the fridge. Like, I'm sorry. He's How old is he now? He's like 16. Yeah, 16-year-olds, they don't want that. Like, nah. they're going to go for, like, a bit more, you know. They're going next door to Kyle's beer stash. Yeah, exactly. That's where right. they're going. Yeah. And finally... Dad cop gets a text from Sar- the sergeant. And, it's and he says, where is the report for Paul Robinson? That's all it says. Where is the traffic management report? And dad cop flips and he chucks the dishes in the sink and they smash. And he's like, clean up after yourself. You've caused enough problems with this family and storms yeah. out. So I think that's not going to go well next week. So I'm sorry. Maybe if you'd taught your son better computer management skills. If Instead you... of just blocking him with a net nanny. Net nanny. Maybe you could have talked to him, talked about it. And if you hadn't decided to just leave the status quo be and keep your kids as landlords and pay them rent, mm. none of this would have happened. No, they could have got a loan from the kids. Oh, so many problems. So many problems. And so that's where we leave it. And plus, you know, the victim isn't the perpetrator. Bailey's the victim. Yeah, he's a victim of crime as well. Yeah, but he didn't do it. No. Just he was silly. He was an idiot. Yeah, which really, kids of that age... boys particularly like if Lana's going to send you some nudie pics you're going to open them (laughs) teenagers can do worse yeah they can in the grand scheme of things and they have done on Ramsey Street before so that's where we leave it please drop us a line at NeighboursPod on Twitter facebook.com slash NeighboursPodcast and I'll put on Facebook I'll put up my favourite picture of the week which was Sonia in the car behind the lavender bush best bump watch picture ever Please, yeah, jump on Beamley, answer our question and the Neighbours show page and we'll be there hanging out. Mm -hmm. That's it. See you, Jay. Thank you very much for having me. It was a wonderful week on Neighbours. I can't wait for more. Looking forward to seeing you again and I'm Faya Pashas. Thank you. (laughs) 